Time to hop in the car and take a ride. It's still light at 5.08, so we don't have to turn the headlights. Well, we probably should. It's getting a little dark out there. Anyway, let's learn something together in today's Drive at 5. The United States and China holding high-level formal talks in Beijing next week. The aim is to limit the flow of fentanyl into the United States. That, according to a senior Chinese official, saying they want to resume the counter-narcotics cooperation that was suspended for more than a year, even as America struggles with what is being called its worst drug crisis in history. China, which U.S. officials say is a primary source of the precursor chemicals that are synthesized into fentanyl by the drug cartels in Mexico. Well, China has promised greater cooperation with the U.S. on combating the crisis, yet it also continues to deflect any blame for it. Now, as for China, they continue to argue that America's fentanyl problem stems from the public's unrelenting demand for it. The crisis in the U.S. is not manufactured by China, says the Deputy Director General of the Ministry of Public Security's Narcotics Control Bureau. He said instead it lies root within the United States itself. Now, Chinese officials are not going to detail about the upcoming counter-narcotics meeting in Beijing, which has not yet been publicly announced. The White House at this point declining to confirm that there is such a meeting. One Pennsylvania Democrat says that she would likely vote to save the job of the Speaker of the House. She is a centrist representative named Susan Wild and also one of the Republicans' top targets for the upcoming election. She said in an interview today that she is leaning toward voting to save Speaker Mike Johnson if conservative hardliners force a vote that would be in an effort to oust him from power. Far-right Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican from Georgia, has personally warned Johnson that she will file a privileged motion to vacate, putting the question of Johnson's political future before the full House if he tries to pass any package that includes Ukraine aid. Other conservatives are furious with Johnson over the top-line spending deal he cut with the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and have said that a motion to vacate is on the table. Now, Wild noted that Americans were very frustrated by the stunning chaos that ensued last fall when conservative rebels successfully knocked Kevin McCarthy from his post and Republicans struggled to agree on a successor. The House was paralyzed for three straight weeks, unable to do anything without a leader until the little-known Johnson emerged from the dust as the new Speaker of the House. Tesla recalling 200,000 vehicles because of a backup camera glitch. The word is it's a software problem, the one that can prevent them from working properly, the cameras. Now, according to a document posted by the National Traffic, uh, excuse me, National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's website, the affected models include the 2023 Tesla Model S, the Model X, and the Model Y. Tesla has released what they say is an over-the-air software update. There is no charge for it. And owner notification letters are expected to be mailed out coming up in March. The top migration advisor leaving the White House after three years. Joe Biden's top migration advisor in the National Security Council leaving next week after playing a key role in their immigration strategy. Her name is Katie Tobin, who had served as a senior director for Transborder Security. She's leaving at a time when border security is front and center due to record levels of migrants who have been crossing the U.S.-Mexican border. 
Her departure, which the White House says has been planned for several months, comes amid high-stakes talks between the White House and senators on changes to asylum laws. A proposed structural overhaul of Pennsylvania's higher education has been laid out by Governor Josh Shapiro. It would put state system schools and community colleges in a single organization. Many students at state-owned universities or community colleges would pay no more than $1,000 in tuition and fees per semester. Shapiro revealed some details of the plan in a press release that summarized the work of the Higher Education Working Group. That his administration convened last year. It grappled with multiple long-standing problems tied to financing, cost, and stability in the state's higher education scene. Said Shapiro, every Pennsylvanian deserves the freedom to chart their own course and an opportunity to succeed. For some, that means going right into the workforce. But for those who want to go to college or get a credential, we need to rethink our system of higher education. Now, as for Shapiro, he is set to unveil his budget in a matter of a couple of weeks. His administration and the legislature also has to deal with big challenges in K-12 through education after last year's court ruling that found based on the education funding system was unconstitutional. A commission recently determined the state eventually should spend an additional $5 billion plus each year on basic education. U.S. Steel's deal-making horse race and the surprise ending as U.S. Steel's deal-making year came into light on Wednesday. There were a couple of revelations that struck out this week. One was that rival steelmaker Cleveland Cliffs came far closer to winning the bidding war for the Pittsburgh company than previously disclosed. And the other might leave the Mon Valley feeling second-rate as Nippon Steel, the Japanese steelmaker that ultimately won out with a $55 per share cash offer, was not all that interested the kinds of hulking plants that dot the region it wanted the mini mills in arkansas and the company's iron ore mining operations in minnesota nippon originally valued u.s steel's modern electric arc furnace plants and its mines at 9.2 billion dollars according to the new regulatory filings in late september it indicated to be willing to bid on the whole company which it said was worth 9.5 billion Dollars. And that wraps up today's Drive at Five. Those are the stories making headlines on this, the 26th day of January.